Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, December 9th, 2019. I am your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Spartans. I am pleased to be joined by my co-host, Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's up? That, boy howdy, was uh, the final score said 12-point game against Rutgers. Uh, that, is, that is not how the body feels after watching that, though. So, well. uh, to answer your question, <laughs> how am I doing? I'm here. You're I'm here. fine. Yeah. You, um, we need to clarify something from last week. I said when you were out that uh, you were getting awards for your mm-hmm. tweets, and mm-hmm. I intentionally dece- deceived, decepted. Oh, sure. It was deceptive yeah. to the audience to make it sound like you were getting awards for your tweets, but you were actually at a, a work award function for your real job. Correct. And part of my real job it does involve the art of uh, tweeting. So, yes. My yes. favorite thing in the whole world is that somebody um, with very important clients, we don't have to get into the specifics of it, but sure, you know, important campaigns and clients and advertising and big dollars here or there, mm-hmm. somebody in charge of that has decided to give you money. Oh, yeah. Decided oh, yes. to give you money to post on Twitter yep. on their behalf. You talk about reckless decision making. <laughs> um, that, that's what that would be classified as. Yes. So, um, good to have you back, though, for the uh, full show. On today's show, we are going to talk about Michigan State beating Rutgers. Uh, we'll get into yeah. it a little bit, and then probably we've got some time this week. Uh, talk more specifics about some things that I think are concerning us long term about this team. But we'll, we'll do the first segment. Talking about the basketball game, then we're going to switch gears, go over to football. Michigan State is, unfortunately, going to the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh! So we'll we'll talk about the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, second segment, and then Mark D'Antonio held a press conference um, Sunday night, uh, sort of a bowl announcement press conference, and did take some questions from the media, uh, and we got some interesting stuff out of that. I'm going to read some quotes from it to map. And he's just going to react to it. So that's our plan. Because <laughs> I've pretty much missed the entire press conference. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of in the dark here. Okay. But Will's going to bring me into the light yes. that Mark D'Antonio certainly 100% shined. Shoned? Shone. Shone? 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 Shined? Shunned. Shinneth? Shinned? Shaint? Shand. Shand. On us. Shand. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's talk about basketball. Okay. <laughs> it was... The um, prototypical Michigan State Rutgers basketball game. It felt it felt like we were at home. I gotta say, very early on <laughs> in the Big Ten season, two point game with eight minutes to go. You're starting to sweat and wonder if is this finally the time we finally finally lose to Rutgers? Uh, no. And then you wasn't. win. <laughs> and then you win by double digits. And then <laughs> yeah, you, you just put it away and almost almost cover <laughs> almost, fourteen and a half. Yes. <laughs> every every single time. Oh, yeah. someone's flying Are down my you road. You on a Cessna right now? I live, in, I live in the middle of nowhere, and usually where I record audio from external sources is never an issue like it used to be. Wow. When I lived uh, in a city. And, uh, yeah, that just happened. That was really loud. It sounds like you're <laughs> on a landing strip recording right now. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, some people like to uh, fly down the road, I guess, going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, turn off. Where are we? Oh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Michigan State. Uh, yeah. Rutgers versus MSU shooty hoops. Shooty hoops. 
Um, no, it was just it was every single game. Like they play against Rutgers, it's way too close the entire time. Mm-hmm. They're playing like mm-hmm. crap, and you're just like Rutgers isn't even that good, but they won't freaking give up. Nope, you they jerks. just won't die. They are cockroaches. And then it's and, yeah. Then it you look and you're like, oh, we won by twelve. Yeah, <laughs> every single no, and, time. Well, and like, not only was it every game against Rutgers, but like it's been every game that we've played so far this season too. Like, in a way, can't yeah. hit a three pointer to save our lives. Uh, turnovers. Yeah, we only had twelve today, but. Here's the thing. It's like it's not like we're turning the ball over like an ungodly amount. We never are like north of twenty, but it's just the way we turn the ball over that's absolutely killing me. It's it's not like we're having teams, you know, smartly jumping passes or anything like that, or you know, capitalizing on our backdoor cuts or anything of that nature. No, it's just like, hey, Kith, you're streaking down, running like a god gazelle at forty five miles an hour, and there's four people on him. Yeah, let's send him a sixty foot pass across the court. Oh, that one went to the marching band again. Or it's just okay. Here's a lackadaisical pass. Oh, that that landed right in the chest of the other team. Like it's just the way that we're turning the ball over. That's driving me crazy. And <sighs> you know what drives me crazy when I have to bleep you. Oh shoot! I did the G and D combination. Yeah, didn't that's, I? that's one of the ones we can't abide. God. Don't do it again. <laughs> I know. I, I almost just did the old daily double there. That would have been a tough one. Yeah, I'm just sitting here writing uh, it up. 4.55 bleep. Freaking map. Um, Garn daggett. Gotta avoid Sorry, the little E. Yeah, it, it, Cassius had, I think, three where you could tell because the game was close because it was, you could, like, the frustration is setting in a bit and you could tell he's kind of pressing a little bit. Yeah. And not in the way where he kind of pushes. Like, he toes the line sometimes between pushing it and being assertive in like a good way and making plays. And then he'll just sort of push too far and throw it away, especially on those long transition passes. It happens once a game. Yeah. It happens at least once a game. It's like our inception totem. Like we don't have a top to spin (laughs) whenever we think we're in a dream or not. No. Like if I ever think I'm in like a dream scenario, I'll turn a game on. And if I see cash, just try to whip one 60 feet down and it just doesn't connect whatsoever. That's when I know that, oh, okay, okay, this is real life. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, but I thought, you know, it was not good. They did not play well, certainly. Um, but but I, it could have been worse. It, sure. it could have been worse. I thought down the stretch they did some uh, nice stuff. Um, finally mm-hmm. ran some good offense. Gabe Brown knocked down an open shot. Um Love seeing him in the starting spot. That's, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Rocket Watts' injury, it absolutely sucks. But, man, like, it's nice to just see Gabe in the starting role, and hopefully this is a start to something better. I mean. You know what's nice? Hmm. Is having, yeah, having Gabe Brown in the lineup because uh, you need more than one person who is willing to shoot the basketball. <laughs> yeah. Michigan State right now, and I don't think this is, you can tell me if this is a hot take or an exaggeration or, or too too much. Mm-hmm. Michigan State has three players who want to shoot the basketball, and one of them is a freshman is it, shooting twenty-seven percent. Yeah, I was like, is it even three? It's I mean, three. Phew. It's it's Cassius, it's Rocket sure. Watts, and Gabe Brown. Right. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah. One of them ain't playing. So that's <laughs> and it, that's it, the issue we have. Yeah. Here. It just seems like and it's frustrating because we've talked about it. Aaron Henry's efficiency numbers, even though he shot poorly. Like he he got to the free throw line a bunch and scored mm-hmm. twelve points on ten shots, which isn't lighting the world on fire, but no. it's okay. And it's like 
when you take 10 shots and you only make two of them, but you still get 12 points, like you're doing something right to make up that margin. Yeah. And so, you know, Henry has been really efficient this year and it was good to see him get to the line for sure. Um, but he's, he's still passing up too many open shots. Tillman is passing up too many open looks. Um, and it's just like, it was, he's that sort of Draymond green trailing above the break three from the top of the key. Yeah. Like Tillman has walked into five of those this year and not taken it. Um, yeah. And it's just, that's a shot he absolutely has to take. And other guys, like Henry has to be more willing to shoot. I don't, Foster Lawyer, we don't even like, can't even start talking about, it. but when he's on the court, he needs to be more willing to shoot. He passed up an open three. Yeah. Um, bless his heart, Bingham has been willing for the most part, um, but he just whole tame today. Yeah. yeah, hasn't had quite the range that he's needed. It's just you're missing guys willing to take shots, and that is wreaking havoc on Michigan State spacing at times. And we saw that play out yeah. against Rutgers um, for long stretches of the game, where they're just it's uh, pick and roll, and it's clogged in the lane, and it's a cluster. And you could have put every player in the same hula hoop. Yeah. Like at some point. Yeah. Like it was all just, hey, every you, everyone, let, let's kumbaya in the paint yeah. right now. Let's just all hold hands, gather around, sing a, sing a song. Yeah. And when you've got we, a typical yeah. lineup out there of like Cassius, Henry, um, Arns, Kithier, Tillman, something like that, like you've got a bunch of guys who are capable of shooting, but are yeah. playing as non shooters. Yeah. And that's like that it just kills the spacing and then I think when you're hesitant to shoot I think it probably makes your shooting less efficient. I think it makes you a worse shooter when you ultimately do shoot because you're like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll shoot it." Uh, instead of like give me the- confidence doesn't seem to be yeah. oozing out of this team <laughs> exactly. from behind the arc. Yeah. And I think yeah. even despite all this, despite everything, there's still like just an average three-point shooting team. I think they're like 160th in the country, like right down the middle. Some are rated right average, yeah, just yeah, a teeny, yeah. teeny bit above average. <sighs> Yikes. Not, yeah. yeah, not a good shooting team, just right average. But they kind of play like they're the worst shooting team in the country. They're like, whoa, ho, ho, yeah. I don't want to shoot that, buddy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's some, I, I don't know. There's some some confidence. I'm work. starting to get worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am I am off the, the shots are going to start falling train, and I am now on the uh, – you boy, this could be an issue all season. Uh, boat? We'll call that a boat. <laughs> boat. Yeah, it's gone train to boat. I'm not on that boat. I'm not anywhere near that boat. I'm not driving towards. Not even no, near I'm not it. Driving Come on. Towards the dock right. where that boat is. No, it's just there's so Bless many things that have gone kind of, and we've talked about it, and I don't think it's excuse making. Like. It's just they're trying to figure things out. They've got, yeah, it's mostly the same team, but they lost two senior starters. Everyone outside of Cassius is in a new role this year, uh, except for Foster Lawyer. <laughs> yeah, sadly. But all, all the, seriously, all the important players, the numbers two, three, four, and five guys on this team are all on new roles this year. Um, and that takes time to figure out. And when you're going across the country and out to Hawaii and playing really good teams, um, and, and trying to figure all that out. And then again, the terrible tragedy, like all of that stuff adds up mm-hmm. to it being a more difficult, uh, readjustment period. Yeah. Like they're just, they're seriously trying to figure it out. Um, they're not getting there yet. I still think they will. 
uh, it's just been a really <laughs> hard time to get things figured out. And yeah. that's that's the thing I'm sticking with now. If we see it, honestly, if we see it like Oakland, Northwestern, uh, Eastern and Western, if in those four games you're not starting to see like signs like, oh, okay, they're they're figuring some stuff out. Then yeah, then I'm gonna start. Hop he- on my boat. I'm gonna start. Heading, I'm gonna start heading towards the dock with you. Get your sailor's hat on and let's head for a ride. Yeah, but I think like honestly, they're they're a month away. They're one month away from really the Big Ten season getting going. Okay, I like your optimism. It's a long time. I mean, Lord, Lord knows someone on this podcast has to have it. So I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you all know. I'm saying is a month is a long time, and yeah, they haven't been playing well. Check back in in a month, and then we'll start to drive towards your your boat. All right. Just really quick one time. I, I thought Tillman did have a pretty good game today. Yeah, sure. the whole, you know, passed up some three-pointers. But I mean, hey, he, he, one for two from three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there was a lot of times in this game where he had the mismatch down low. He recognized it, went to work on it. So yeah, six feet shooting. I mean, not bad. 14 points, 10 rebounds, big time. So Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he's no, kind so of... Yeah, no, so I just had to shout that out. He had, a, he had a nice little game today. He's so. He's quietly had a couple of nice little games here, so... That'll yep. be good to, to keep that rolling forward for sure. All right, we're going to switch gears, talk about the Pinstripe Bowl. Yay. No. First, if you are a Spotify listener, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Locked On podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live or at On Spartans. That's the show page on Twitter, and we will share and retweet. So everyone's doing that Spotify rap thing, Matt, the year mm-hmm. end. If you listen on Spotify, send us your uh, your Spotify wrapped with Locked On podcast, and we will give you a shout out on Twitter. All right, uh, that noise you hear in the background is my dog itching her ear. Oh, yeah, they're upset about the pinstripe bowl too. I, just, I see. I love it when I'm working and she's sleeping, and then she's like, "I'm gonna come and bug you while you work." Oh, we're talking pinstripe bowl. Oh, rise and shine. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> nice. So the pinstripe bowl. We we can't even get to a bad bowl game properly this year, man. <laughs> this has just been. This has been. I mean, a disaster of a season. Like th- this is literally the worst it could possibly get. Yeah. Besides missing the bowl games outright, like. Yeah. Okay. I, I get the quick lane bowl isn't necessarily Pasadena, or it's not. We're not going down to South Beach for the Orange Bowl. But I, God, how fun would that have been for all our Metro Detroit listeners? Yeah. I mean, just to I think they, have a good time. I think they would have gotten a pretty decent Spartan contingent out for the game. I, yeah, I think we could have got like thirty, forty thousand. Yeah, I mean, you got so it's a couple days after Christmas, or the Quickling yeah. Bowl is the day after Christmas. Yep, got a lot of people coming back into town. Absolutely. Day after Christmas, you know, you're pretty yep. much done with family stuff. That's a Thursday. It's not like you got a party uh, the day mm-hmm. after. Sitting right. around, hey, what you know? What should we do? We could go down to the quick let's lane go get bowl. wrecked at a bar and Uber down to the quick lane bowl. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the old shillelagh. Oh man, take yep. take the trolley over to Ford Field for the quick lane bowl. Lumber on over, just weekend at Bernie's yourself right into <laughs> Ford Field for quick lane bowl. And God, I I I feel like the quick lane bowl is equally bumped too. I mean, the, Oh yeah. I, that, that's an attendance <laughs> difference of at least 30 to 40,000 people for them. I mean, <laughs> Wait, you mean people aren't going to turn out for Eastern Michigan and Pitt? <laughs> I may you know what? Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, thank you for checking me on that. Maybe they will get 
get uh, the entire lore bowl full for that game. So, based on um, teams no. in the game, like quality stylistically, and the bowl, the specific prestige of the bowl. Excuse me, the specific prestige of the bowl mm-hmm. and location. Mm-hmm. You can make a very strong argument. The Quick Lane Bowl is the worst of all the bowl games. I do know what's not too far behind it. The Pinstripe Bowl. It's the Pinstripe Bowl, Will. I, t- t- tell me that's not like a bottom five bowl game to watch this year. I mean, No, it is a bottom five bowl game. Yeah. I mean, there are some games where at least like they're fun to watch, even though like they're they're two six and six teams, or you get a seven to five team. Oh in the yeah, mix. like a, I've at watched... least like it's like a, a cheese it bowl where you get six interceptions <laughs> in the first like fifteen seconds of the game. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Louisiana Tech score thirty eight points in the New Orleans Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just to lose by twenty. Yeah. right, exactly. I've yeah. I've seen Memphis score fifty seven. And the 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 Liberty Bowl, buddy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love. That's one of my favorite things is when a crappy bowl with two seven and five teams ends up forty eight yeah. to forty five. That's that's the prime bowl season. Oh, and do you know what else is back this year? Is my favorite Christmas Eve tradition of the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, it's I, back. I know they took they took a one year hiatus from it last year. They heard Maybe. the command. It's or the demand. Back. They heard the there demand. Is, there is no greater tradition than the thanks. I mean, thanks. I mean, the Christmas Eve. Uh, Hawaii Bowl over bet. That is <laughs> a oh, it's it, right up there with decorating the tree and putting out cookies for Santa. And who? I mean, just going to your family's house. It is a fantastic. Who's Hawaii tradition. playing? BYU. The Stormer oh, Mormons. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. I knew. Actually, I, I remember that BYU got their uh, their Hawaii Bowl invite. So Hawaii BYU. Yeah. It's always fun too because like sometimes you're at a Christmas party and there's literally more people at the party than there are at the game. <laughs> Like when they do the wide shot of the crowd, I, I want I want everyone to really pay attention to the crowd size this year. Look around; there will be more people in your family room than there are at the Aloha Bowl when the cameras hit that wide shot. God, I love it. It's total crap. It's perfect. That mm-hmm. because of whatever regional interest, the the Big Ten has a commitment to play a football game at the end yeah. of December in Yankee Stadium every year. It's horrible. As opposed to. Ever, terrible. ever having a chance to go to Hawaii. I know. And I feel bad for the Hawaii like players, too. Like, Yeah. Wait, oh, great. An eighth game here. Oh, Hawaii Perfect. Bowl. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. How new? Do you think the Hawaii team would, like, friggin' love to play in New York? It's something different. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, so the whole quick lane bowl thing, like, selfishly, yeah. Sucks for the fans, whatever. But, like, I, I am happy for the players. Like, because it's a trip. <laughs> It's something different. It's not just an hour and a half bus ride down to Detroit. Like at least they go get to experience something cool. So while I brush my you know selfish a hole tendencies aside, uh, I yeah it, it is pretty cool to recognize that all, all the players are going to get this chance to you know, possibly go to a place they've never been to before, and at the very yeah. least go on a trip with their friends and you know hopefully have an unforgettable experience. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, like, because they go early and they do s- events and all that. I'm sure there's some pretty cool yeah, stuff. I think they're getting there at, like, the 22nd or 23rd. something crazy like that. 23rd. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, cool. Speaking of, um, Josh Butler needs somebody to dog sit Roxy and Remy from the 22nd through the 28th. So, if you know Josh um, and didn't see his request on Twitter, <laughs> reach out to him uh, and offer to dog sit. I would do it, but I don't know Josh. I don't, I don't, I don't either. Yeah. And uh, well, I, my house really isn't conducive to two dogs. Yeah. So. so, 
that is uh, important that we get that squared away uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, the the pinstripe bowl. Yep, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, honest, honest. Yeah, that's it. Wait, uh, you don't want to break down Wake Forest uh, Demon Deacons football right now. You haven't been watching them all season. No, you, uh, you phony. They uh, huh. Wake Forest does do one of my favorite things in college football, though. Okay. So they run zone read and option type stuff like every team does. Um, but they uh, carry the mesh point an absurd length of time. Mm-hmm. And so if like if you don't know what that term is, when the quarterback has the ball holding it in the running back's hand and he's reading the It gives defense, me so much anxiety. It, <laughs> it's, that's, that's the mesh point. Wake Forest's quarterback um, holds it and holds it and holds it, and they, like, shuffle towards the line together, like, way too long. It's it's like they're doing a three-legged sack race. It's, it's unbelievable. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate watching this game. <laughs> this is going to be horrible. It is um, hilarious to look at and kind of really effective. In a, it, it's weird, but it, it works. It's like, I don't know. It, it It's strange, but it is kind of fun to, to watch uh, them do it. So I am looking forward to seeing that. Uh, um, over um, an entire game, but yep, I got uh, Dave Clawson as their coach, and sure, take your word for it. They are the Demon Deacons. We'll do some research huh. on how they became the Demon Deacons. What is a yeah. Demon Deacon? That seems to be contradictory. Yeah. What came first, the Demon or the Deacon? Was this a Deacon that decided just to go to the dark side, yeah. or was this a, a, a Demon that sought the light? These are questions I mean, we need answers to. Uh, yeah, we'll hopefully find a Wake Forest writer. And get the answers to those questions at some point. Yeah, maybe. Who's to say? All right. Let's uh, hang here for a sec. We're going to come back and talk about Mark D'Antonio's media press conference availability uh, in just a second. But first, Matt, we have a new sponsor. Oh? Yes. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Matt, do you? I guess, yeah. All right. Sorry, I, I don't know what the right answer was supposed to be for that. <laughs> do you know what Blue Chew is? Oh, man. Well, I, I'd really hate to be Ron, so why, why don't you oh, oh, I'm, fill I'm me I'm in on the blanks here? <laughs> Blue Chew brings you the yeah. first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's right. You can increase okay. your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with a chewable tablet from BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. You can oh. take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach mat. Hey, yeah. A full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to... a big bowl of chili and it's Blue Chew time. Yep. Hell yeah. Love bowl it. bowl of chili, some Blue Chew, an avocado... Mm-hmm. Some red wine. What are what else are aphrodisiacs? I don't think chili is an aphrodisiac. Miller Light. Miller yeah, Light. You got yourself an evening. Seven yeah. Miller Lights in a blue chew. You can take them. I already read that. Mm-hmm. Oh, since they're chewable, Matt, they work up to twice yeah. as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you think you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, blue chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue chew is prescribed online. By licensed physicians. I don't know why I emphasize online like that. I love it, though. That's that's great. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet 
package. You know all about discrete packages, don't you, Matt? Sure do. Get them all the time. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On, and you pay just five dollars for shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com promo code Locked On to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we always thank all of our sponsors for sponsoring the podcast. All right, Matt. Big news. All right, well. Big, big news. And it's not Blue Chew we're talking about. Big news okay. out of Oxford, Mississippi. Did you see it? I'm afraid so. I am afraid so. Lane Kiffin, new head mm-hmm. coach yes. at Ole Miss. Go on. Has said he will not be retaining the services of one Rich Rodriguez. Bring him home. Bring him home. Bring him home. <laughs> Bring him to where he belongs, baby. It is simultaneously a great idea and the worst mm-hmm. possible idea. Why not? Just why not give it a go? Because what I, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> I mean, at least this is more exciting than just rearranging people. So would you rather yeah. would you rather the next yes. OC, if they do make a change, be mm-hmm. Don Treadwell or Rich Rod? Rich Rod. Me too. Rich Rod, take me take me to the moon, baby. Let's <laughs> let's get insane. If it'll never happen. But if we're if we're gonna crash and burn, yeah. make this exciting. Yeah. This season was pre- yeah, we crash and burn. Kinda boring. I I, I want there to be fireworks yep. if, if we're going down though. If we're going down, sugar, we're going down swinging. Absolutely. With Richard Rodriguez. It's gonna be great. All right. Mark D'Antonio <sighs> had a uh press conference today before the Michigan State basketball game, yesterday before the basketball game, talking about the bowl game, uh, and then answered some questions for the media. So I am going to read you some of the coverage of that, and we're going to get your reaction, okay? Uh, I love this. Thank you. Yes, let's do this. Okay. D'Antonio on playing in the cold weather. I think we're conditioned for that at the very least. They plan to practice outside to prepare for Yankee Stadium. Okay, no, that's 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 funny, humorous. Feel bad for the players. Um, <laughs> do you think if they were like in the Tax Slayer Bowl down in Jacksonville, they'd be practicing inside, or do you think they'd still be practicing outdoors? I'd practice inside with actual well, Gators on the field. Yes, and like tax accountants, tax accountants uh, yeah. too, like in the middle yeah. of the field too. Yeah. All right, here's a, here's a better one. Okay. D'Antonio asks about bowl games as a springboard into next season. I'm just reading Chris Solari's tweets, by the way. Sure, that's fine. I think you want to have momentum leaving your season. Said uh, winning the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl helped towards the Rose Bowl next season. I just know that seven and six is better than six and seven, and better than six yeah. and six. So I have seen a, a good deal. Uh, it's it's not the majority, but there are some people that are saying, and this goes back to the program win thing on the mm-hmm. hats. You know that it really is a program win because remember 2012, we got six wins that year. What happened in 2013? Oh, okay. Last year was supposed to be our 2012 year. Yeah, we already did this. Th- this was supposed to be our 2013 year. And that's not happening. So, yeah, as far as all the comparatives to 2012, that please please save them. That, that That's quite all right. We don't have to do this whole sun and dance and lie to each other like next year is going to be a great year or anything like that. Um, we, we can have a dose of reality here. Yeah, it's year one of a rebuild. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Like this was supposed to be our good year after a middling year, but uh, nope. We just we just ran that back again. Actually, even worse. We got even somehow <laughs> less wins than we did last year. So no, nope, I don't want to hear any more 2012 comparisons. Thank you for trying, though, Mark. I I really do appreciate your effort here. All right, Michigan State can God. <laughs> Michigan State cannot take four quarterbacks to the bowl game. D'Antonio says, but they plan on giving younger quarterbacks more quote meaningful reps during no, practice. They don't. No, no, they don't. Oh, during practice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me freaking finish sure the quote. Do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tensions are high right now. I apologize. Um, over, under, uh, quarters, Rocky Lombardi Zero. plays. Okay. Case open, case closed. Okay. So that's the same guess I have too. All right. <sighs> All right. Next one. <laughs> I'm just so depressed with the quarterback situation. I'm sorry. Because I, I know they're not going to do the right thing and just go oh, with Theo Day. Okay. Here we go. Okay. D'Antonio asked about staff evaluations. Says it will take okay. place after the season. See, and this is the one thing that I did see before we started recording. Um, no, that's 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 a smart move because you, you really want – and there's signing day coming up. You really want your staff intact for this incredible recruiting class that you're bringing in. I mean – Absolutely, yeah. You would hate to lose any commits off the star-studded recruiting class heading to East Lansing. So, yeah, no, 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 no. You definitely wait uh, to shuffle any staff around in hopes of saving any future recruits. Or, I mean, really, who doesn't want to keep all this going to the bowl game either? I mean, you talk about momentum. Yeah, let's keep the momentum going with these uh, coaches that have just been doing nothing but incredible jobs uh, here in the last two, three, four years. Um, well. Oh, well, it's not like any head coach has fired staff before a bowl season or anything like that. So that'd be truly unprecedented <laughs> if a team was to do that. I, Dude, I just hate everything, man. Like Her- Herm Edwards burnt everyone at the stake like the Salem Witch Trials yeah. after a 6-6 six and six year with wins over Oregon and their rival Arizona. He he he, he doused everyone in gasoline and threw a match on them like, like they were nothing. Pat Fitzgerald fired his, Pat Fitzgerald. Fired his OC of 12 years. A year removed from the Big Ten Championship game. Yep. Gone. Shoots him. Right, right, sight unseen, right in the middle of Chicago. Horrible. Man, I, I, <sighs> no, it's it's good to wait so that all the good and uh, candidates that are coveted are hired by time you get around to trying to hire one. Yeah, play the, playing the slow game is the way that you really, really do it right in, in the coaching search. Mm-hmm. Aspect is it possible? No, I, I I think I read this somewhere. I forgot where I read it. I'm sure it was Twitter. Who are we kidding? That like just does D'Antonio just not know anyone in football? Like is is that the problem? Like he just has networked the le- the least amount of any coach ever to coach the game to the point where yeah, like the only eight people he knows are the only eight people on his staff. The the circle of trust, the the branches, the tree, the entire trestle crew, yeah, very tight. Very small it's, circle. Um, a it's lot of, so airtight, man. Yeah, it's a lot of people from the same staffs moving in different places together. Um, yeah, I was looking at like old trestle staffs, like Ohio State and things like that. You see, like, oh, was there a positional coach on this staff that might be is you know a lower level OC or something that there's a connection there? And it's like Jim Bowman was every offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, great, fantastic. It's just. Um, 
Daryl Hazel <laughs> is like the only name. Um, Great. Yeah. Of other of like it's, seriously, it's like everyone in that coaching tree has like either been on Michigan State staff or is not someone who is in football still or has you know is coming off being um, a bad coach or doing a you know a poor job getting fired somewhere. It's just yeah. Uh, D'Antonio doesn't have a wide net cast, it seems like, uh, just in terms of who he networks with, who he knows. Um, you know, can he call Saban and see? Maybe, you know, that's a route. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure, you know, Fickle, but Fickle's going to take his guys wherever he ends up going. Like, it's really, it's a lot of... Um, I don't know the the proper word, but yeah, the the circle is tight, so to speak. I I thought we could get like at least a, a week or two without being upset about this team, and then surprise press conference. Hey, oh no 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 no! no. I'm gonna evaluate after the season. No, oh, it's great. All right, one more. D'Antonio <sighs> says MSU is exploring the transfer portal. I would, yeah, I would hope so. You lost eight kids off of it this year. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool to have warm bodies on your sideline, Mark. I mean, yeah, the eight kids that left, I mean, none of them were uh, necessarily all Americans, except Brandon Boyer, Randall leaving kind of did suck. Yeah. The other seven, though, like, okay, yeah, like, you got to have depth, man. Like, there's a reason we're starting, like, three true freshmen on the starting offensive line this year. Like, we're just bodies. We need bodies. Going to explore the transfer. Yeah, yeah no kidding. No kidding, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I'm so upset. I enjoyed that I never, segment I, a lot. I, I, I'm glad you thought I, of that idea. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, same. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I'm just going to be up until 3 in the morning now staring at the ceiling just wondering how I got to this point where I can be so upset at this coach that gave us so many happy memories. It was your God. I mean, every single Big Ten championship weekend is the same thing. You know, I, I think of the time we beat Ohio State in Indianapolis, and I think of when we beat Iowa in Indianapolis, and I think of the time where we woke up to figure out where we we're going to go in the college football playoff. And it's like, dude, like different person, completely different person, man. It's it's insane, it's so upsetting, and nothing's going to change. Like midway through the season, it's like, okay, he's going to step aside. We're going to get a fresh slate here, and then it's like, oh God, he's going to stay. But you know, he'll probably fire some people. Dude, there's gonna be like two people leaving, mm-hmm. two two meaningless people leaving. He he's gonna give Jim Bowman a, a pity retire, and uh, some other stooge on that coaching staff is also gonna get to walk away, a la Dan Roshar. And yeah, and nothing's gonna change. We're gonna win four games next season. But uh, hey, we got the program win this year to vault us into a fantastic year coming up in 2020. All right, that's gonna do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. I'm gonna sit here until the next recording. I'm just gonna sit in this chair for 24 hours and just think. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. I do want to talk more specifically about some basketball things um, that are that are actually concerning moving forward. Things that I think need to get fixed, and if they don't sort of get addressed, uh, you know, it could be a not so fun time. Um, So we'll do some of that. And we'll uh, we'll see if anything uh, else interesting or newsworthy comes up during the day. And if it does, we'll talk about it. So thanks so much for listening to today's show and always listening to Locked on Spartans. You can follow the show. Wow, I never do this. On Twitter, at Unspartans. Follow me on Twitter at Will underscore underscore Hunter. 1L2 underscores. Follow Matt at Sheehan underscore sports. And you can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, do you want to add anything else? No, Will, no.
I mean, yeah, I do, but no, I can't. I can't do this again. We gotta have a fun episode eventually, right?